I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Congrats on the win, Pablo. Um... Kind of a roller coaster of, of a game a little bit there, especially with, you know, the first 30 minutes. Obviously didn't want to see those guys have to go out. Um, I guess what what was kind of uh, your mindset as things started to go maybe not the way you wanted, but then you ended the half on, on what seemed like a, a good a good note, I guess. Yeah, I think, again, I think getting results in, in any league is there's so many variables to it. And a lot of times we try to break it down to possession or shots on goal. Uh, there's so many, there's an unlimited amount of variables. And, and tonight, having two guys go down in the first half is not something you ever planned for. So the mindset from that point on is, you know, we got to make it to the 75th minute before we, we unload. We can't risk. And so the conversation at halftime was, you know, making sure everyone's in a physical condition to be able to endure the, to the 75 minute mark. And I thought, you know, the guys that started the game and the guys that came into the game played a, played a really good game. And I think defensively as a group, um, we're doing a fantastic job and creating a lot of great opportunities in the counter. Um, just the commitment from the guys up front, you know, Saab, Andres, Rubio, Anderson, and then Danny, um, you know, is just really commit, committed to, to making it difficult for teams to play and in doing so making it predictable for the guys behind them, which then, you know, winning balls in the midfield. And I think the first goal is a great example of that. Um, Jasper, you know, intercepting the ball and, and, and combining with Danny and, and scoring a goal. So, I think, you know, through all the hardship that we've been going through, um, there's definitely a, a lot of silver lining in, in the performances. And I think, you know, it's, it's great to, to put three very good performances, you know, back to back. So it's, it's, it's a, it feels good. Um, and I think it validates all the work. And then this is the second uh, game in a row. You guys have won at home and also second game in a row at home that you've scored three goals. What, what is it just about this environment, I guess, that you guys have been able to feed off? You know, I think in our league, um, home is a big advantage. Um, I think guys um, vibe off the fans who have been fantastic. Um, And, you know, I think, like I said, I think as a player, you play for that type of, you know, type of environment. And and it really brings the best out of the guys. Um, And there's just a different vibe, obviously, here at home. So, um, you know, I I think we learned a lot from those games, those points that we dropped early on. Um, But I think we're moving in the right direction. Enhorabuena, Pablo. El, 
el triunfo es el convencimiento, ¿no? Es el, el, el a pesar de perder la semana pasada, sales con el mismo equipo porque estás convencido de lo que estás haciendo, ¿no? Y, y yo creo que lo transmitiste y lo, y lo vimos en, en la actuación del partido, del, del equipo hoy, ¿no? ¿Cómo estaban convencidos de lo que hacían? Sí, no, yo creo que, como dije, los últimos tres partidos hemos jugado bastante bien con, 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 con el mismo grupo. Y para mí, la confianza viene cuando se ve lo que va a hacer el compañero, los movimientos del compañero. Eh, tener un delantero que, que puede traer el equipo adelante y el otro, el otro delantero que estira el, la línea defensiva. Y pues lo veo durante la semana y lo vi los últimos tres partidos. Así, para mí es, un, es muy importante tener la confianza primero en uno mismo, pero también en los compañeros. Y este grupo andan muy bien. Claro, vamos a tener que hacer dos cambios la semana que viene, pero yo creo que eh, la mentalidad del grupo eh, estamos muy bien en este momento. Una última cosa, Andrés Gómez hoy metió un gol, un golazo, pero aparte de eso, el crecimiento ha sido espectacular en tan poco tiempo, ¿no? La confianza que le ha dado al, al chico es tremenda, ¿no? Sí, yo creo que también hay, hay cosas fuera del fútbol que afectan jugadores, ¿no? Yo creo que ha encontrado un grupo con varios compañeros, se juntan para comer, eh, toman clase de, de inglés juntos, eh, eh, muy, muy, eh, se ha acercado mucho con el Anderson y el, el Saba y el Brian, Vera, y son como, son como hermanos afuera de la cancha. Y yo creo que eso le da mucho confianza uh, para, afuera del campo, pero también cuando está jugando, es, es como son, son, son hermanos. Y yo creo que eso ayudado bastante y también nuestro entrenador de arquero Nacho Hernández los lleva a comer a todos a los latinos y, y, y eso son cosas muy importantes especialmente para un pibe que viene de Colombia y está en un país nuevo para, por la primera vez en, la, en su vida. All right, um, a couple of questions, obviously talking within the game, last week's game, they came out with the same team today. Um, the question was, you obviously like that lineup and what you saw in that group to bring them out today. Yes, I think the last three games we have played together with the same group and the confidence comes when you see the movements of your teammates having a forward that we know is going to bring your team forward and a defender that's going to defend. Um, the team also has confidence and this group is doing well. Obviously, two changes we'll have to make for next week, but the group mentality is great. Next question is in regards to Andres and his playing and development here. Um, of course, there's things outside of football that affect the game. He's doing better, though. He has a good group of friends, is taking English lessons, and has gotten very close to Anderson and Brian Vera, and that gives him confidence and has helped a lot. And Nacho, our, our, one of our coaches, takes everyone out to eat. All of the Latinos, they all go out to eat. And um, obviously, having that is definitely important. Hey Pablo, congrats on the win and uh, and thank you for your time. Um, I feel like it was it was a bit of a rough start to the season. Some really tough games, some tough weeks for the team. As of late, the team has been playing a lot better. Um, this might be a little bit of a difficult question, but are you able to identify maybe one or two things that kind of have changed? And and from your perspective, what you see that's helping the team really click right now? You know, I, I think we all want things to go uh, in a, in, a, in a vertical trajectory. Um, whether it's off the field or on the field. 
and and really life and sport are all about overcoming obstacles you know and i think um we didn't get off to the start that we wanted um you know and i said to the guys you know last year we had a flying start one of the best in clubs history and we had a battle in the last game at home to get in the playoffs so it doesn't matter how you start it's how you finish and 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 just seeing one of the biggest things i've seen is is really Saverino's mentality um which has a direct correlation to his play and and he's really um i've never seen him work so hard defensively um and and again it's it's i don't know if it's cliche um but defending is about team attacking is about individuals and when you bind to the team it's amazing how the game rewards you with great attacking opportunities and and he's capitalizing on it he's putting his you know against dallas he put his head where where if you want to put it um being one of the smallest guys on the field and so he's been a huge catalyst uh to, to everything we're doing and, and when he's in a good way i feel like the group's in a good way um you know and and on the offensive side and then the guys in the back have been just stalwarts and the guys in the midfield have been the engine room that that we anticipated having so again i, I we speak about individuals at times but it's really about the collective mindset um that's really and and because again i can have all the belief in the world if they don't believe it we're not moving forward right and and, and i think it's it's a testament to to the characters of the guys in the locker room um and, and the experience leadership in there um that that really drive this thing forward Demir Krylock uh, coming off an injury notably on the bench available for this game today was the decision to to not play him or give him any time today on the field was that a tactical decision or was it kind of health related as well yeah I think it's a little bit of both right uh, so Dami set out for a week um and putting him into this game um you know there's there's some some questions about you know how he'd respond being out for a week um, but also tactically, you know, we had to make a, a right back sub, which wasn't anticipated. We had to make a midfield sub, which wasn't anticipated. And then we had one, one attacking sub that we wanted to make. And, and Chang being the, um, the, the consummate professional, uh, up a game, up a goal, just, he's just a, the way he defends from that advanced position is fantastic. Um, and so every game, um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll provide us with the changes that, that are necessary. You know, it, it would have been great to get Dami out there. Um, but, but again, I think it's, it's important for us at this time to make sure that we're doing everything to, to secure the three points. Lastly, on a short week, you, uh, your, your team plays Las Vegas lights in Vegas, uh, midweek for the open cup game. Um, could you kind of let us know on, on what we are to expect for the team as far as lineups go and, and how you're kind of handling, uh, that, that quick turnaround. Well, again, I think today, uh, you know, losing two guys today um, definitely changed a little bit of that, and and we got to be cognizant of uh, of the season as well. But uh, you know, like I told the guys after the game, it's short week. We want to make a run in this tournament, you know, and 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 you know, last year I don't think we had the the ability to do that um, for a multitude of reasons. I, I think this year we're we're, we're putting a, a strong, a, a really strong team, and. Uh, it's something that uh, that we've talked about internally that that we want to make a go, um, and so it's again it, it'll give some guys that haven't had as many runs, but there's going to be a, a wealth of experience on the field as well to to make sure that we protect some of the younger players. Um, but there there will be a, a wealth of experience and a, and a very good team on the field. Hey Pablo, solid performance from the team tonight. Obviously, a couple early substitutions. I know you touched on it a little bit already. Um, 
how do you feel like that impacted the game and, and how do you feel like the team responded to those early changes? Yeah, I mean, it definitely impacts the game. There's there's never a time where you plan on making a sub uh, before half uh, for two reasons. One, uh, and the most important one is you you burn uh, what you know two of your three subbing opportunities. Um, but but again, you have to adapt. And I thought the guys adapted well and uh, they were dialed in on, on both sides of the ball. So, um, again, uh, you can't control some of these things. These are these are these are outside influences. But the way we can control them is with the mindset and our ability to go out there. And the guys that that step on the field do a great job. And like I said, every single one of those guys that stepped on the field did did a really good job. Pablo, thanks for the time as always. You've talked about the subs now. What does Diego Luna have to do to get on the field? Because this felt like a really positive opportunity for him to see some minutes. Yeah, like I said, there's 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 a case to be made for every guy in that locker room. I, you know, I don't have I don't have a favorite player. I love all of them. They all provide something unique, and and so through the course of the week, you you assess you know best position, opponent, how it's going. But for me as a coach, the most important thing is chemistry. It's not about an individual player. It's about how does this player affect the group and and how in in both the good and the bad, right? Because every player's got has to have a weakness and so the way I looked at you know it's it's not about giving Diego Luna a shot in this game it's about putting the guys on the field that we need to to win the game because again you can make a case for Demir you can make a case for Miriam who had assist last week right and so every player is deserves to be out there and the difficult thing is not being able to play 30 players that's that's the most difficult thing um, and you know again like I said we want to make a run in this cup I think you know Diego will get a run on Wednesday and uh, with, with, again, surrounded by some, some experienced pros and look forward to, you know, giving us some minutes in the midweek game. Yep. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Nah. Si sale en el primer tiempo, me imagino que no andan bien. O sea, si era un lesión... El Anderson es un jugador muy dinámico, muy rápido y siempre, por lo menos un, una vez por año, tiene la misma lesión. Y el Vera dijo tampoco que podía arrancar para hacer sprint. Y para mí me, me, me imagino que va a tomar un, un, una semana para recuperarse.
Uh, question was just in terms of the two injuries today, um, if we think they're bad injuries, uh, if they had to come out of the game, I would imagine they're a little bit complicated. Anderson is a very dynamic player, very fast, and at least once a year he tends to have an injury. Vera said he couldn't sprint, so that's kind of what we're looking at approximately a week till. Congrats on the win tonight. Um, three goals in the past three games for Severino. What do what does he bring to the club that you absolutely enjoy? Um, again, he's 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 a killer in front of goal. Like, you know, a lot of times you want to teach people to score goals. Um, he's got the obviously he has the technique to do that, and a lot of players around the world have the technique to do that. It's really an instinct and a real desire. Um, and like I I said earlier about his his goal, the goal that he scored in Dallas. That's not one where he's on the ball. That's him off the ball, putting his head in, in a dangerous spot to get it knocked off, right? A lot of guys don't even dare go into those spaces. And so he's got this real drive um, to score goals. And then when you do that, the, the effect that it has on, on defenses allows space for other teammates to get on the ball. And, and so that's what great attacking players do is they create opportunities for themselves, but they also open up space because of the psychological threat that he's going to get on the board. And so... You know, I think Sava last year had there was a big learning curve coming into our league, coming into the team, coming into the way we want to play. I, I think in the last three games, he's he's really been a catalyst. And uh, again, everything that we're doing from an attacking perspective, and now you're seeing his work defensively, which is tremendous for the team. Uh, Pablo, felicidades por la victoria. Uh, fue un partidazo el que hizo el Real Salt Lake hoy. Uh, me gustaría saber cómo está el ánimo del equipo para enfrentarse el miércoles en Las Vegas y viene un duelo muy importante contra Seattle, ¿no? Que es, es uno de los derbis, por decirlo así, ¿no? Uh, ¿Cómo está el ánimo? ¿Cómo se encuentra el equipo? ¿Y, y, y cómo, cómo ha mejorado el equipo esta, esta victoria? Eh, yo creo que para mí eh, el equipo está en un, en un momento bueno, Estamos jugando bastante bien. Eh, el, el partido contra Dallas jugamos muy, muy bien, pero no sacamos el resultado. Y para mí veo un equipo que, que tiene mucha potencia, que en este, en este momento estamos fuertes mentalmente, físicamente. Estamos jugando con calidad, con el balón. Y ya eh, tenemos mucha experiencia con partidos que no fueron como quisimos, pero en este momento estamos, yo creo que el equipo está muy bien eh, psicológicamente. Eh, yo creo que el partido, como dije, queremos hacer, queremos competir en esta Copa del US Open Cup en, en una manera diferente que el año pasado. Creo que tenemos los jugadores para, para, hacer, un, un, para hacer un buen trabajo en el torneo y, y y para ganar y ese, ese es el, el desafío del grupo eh, prepararnos en los próximos días para, para ese partido y también enfrentar un Ciaro al fin de semana que viene eh, que, que andan muy bien y yo creo que es otro partido jugar en casa que jugar de visitante creo que vamos a estar listos para, para, para Ciaro 
I would like to know what the team mentality is at the moment, especially going into Vegas on Wednesday and against Seattle next weekend. How's the team doing right now and how have they improved? I think for me, the team is going through a positive moment right now. We are, we are playing well. In the game against Dallas, we played very well. We just didn't get the results. For me, I see a team that has a lot of potential that is strong mentally and physically. We are playing a quality game. We did have games that didn't go our way or the way we wanted, but right now the team is doing very well. We want to compete in the Open Cup differently than what we did last year. I believe we have the players to do it, and we want to win. That's our goal, to prepare for that game and also to go against a Seattle team that is doing very well. Hey, Dylan, on Zoom, uh, you're up. Hey, Pablo, just um, circling back a little bit on on um, Andres, you, you mentioned kind of his, his acclimation and how that's been going, which has been a positive for you. But uh, a two-parter, what, what do you think um, – I know sometimes potential is a dangerous word, but what, what do you think of his potential? And, and also, do you think he's kind of a perfect complement to, to Severino? Yeah, no, I think uh, his potential is just, you know, he, he, he's got all the tools to be world-class. I think one of the, one of the things coming from Columbia, they, they played a different scheme. The, the style of play is different. Um, our league's much more transition-based. Um, there's, there's a lot more structure in the attack, and those are things that he's, he's learning as he's going. Um, understanding the, the, you know, the, the channels that we want to occupy in the attack. If our outside back's in the wide channel, he's occupying the, 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 the half space. And then after that, it's really his movements that have to occur a lot earlier than they're occurring. Um, and that's why I think now he's finding a lot of success in transition uh, because, again, the game's open at, at that point, and then it, he's not really thinking. So I think he's got all the tool sets. His 1v1's great. His ability to work back is fantastic. You know, the goal he scored tonight kind of speaks for itself. I think he's a player that a lot of people don't realize. He, he's, and he took a couple shots in the first half. He, he's, he, he can really strike the ball and, and does it with both feet. Um, and, his, and, and the other part of his game, I think, that we need to continue working on is running without the ball. You know, I think in the, you know, all the stuff that we saw from, from Columbia was him running with the ball. And he's a player that has the ability um, and just needs to break that, bring that into his game and, and make that a bit of a habit. But but again, I think, you know, Andres could be a world-class player. And, um, you know, is that in the next three years? Is that four years? Is that next year? You know, like you said, potential is a, a dangerous word. And I think if he keeps trending in the, in, in the direction that he's moving in, I think he's, he's going to be a, a, a fantastic player in this league. And then just the, the, the compliment to, to – Severino, uh, you think? Yeah, no, I think it's fantastic. You know, the, the way the way we're set up is um, our creativity comes from our from from one of our wings, right? So Saba, um, when he plays, Miram, when he plays, they have the uh, the freedom to really find the the half space um, and central channels as well, because uh, we always have two forwards pinning high, and so Saba, so that position on on the left wing in particular is 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 is. Uh, creative, uh, more flexibility, um, and and th and our setup. That's that's where I like to have our creative players. And so on the opposite wing, you have more of a Chang. You have uh, Andres, which are more direct, more getting in behind the back line. And so the way we're set up, I, I think the complement of uh, for Saba is is Andres. And and the great thing too is 
they have a really good understanding uh, of each other's movements and they look for each other. Um, and, and so I think it's a, it's, a, it's a real nice combination to have. Okay, so for Wednesday, we see, well, lately we've seen the team that has been coming on, we're more hungry, wanting the ball, wanting to control the game, and wanting to just get up there. You know, for Wednesday, I would expect in the same 10, and if, if it goes well, are you planning to give priority to more to that cup, or do, are we still fighting for everything? I, I think the, 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 the tricky thing um, is, is, is striking the right balance. You know, I think every team goes through that. Uh, you, you, wanna, you wanna make sure um, that you're not putting players at risk minutes-wise, but you also wanna compete the right way. Um, so guys that played a lot of minutes, and again, our, our physical numbers in the last three games have been very high. Um, and I think it shows in, in the performances. Um, and so it's always striking a balance of guys that are playing well, um, but not getting the minutes for whatever reason. Um, and then bringing in a couple guys that are getting regular minutes as well to kind of to, to, to steady the ship. Um, and, and I think that's, that's always um, a balance to juggle around. And, and then with that, you know, the, the fact that we lost two guys today in the first half is, is changes that a little bit and, and we'll just have to figure out the right setup and the right guys to, to be able to approach that game midweek the right way. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.